24 podcast hey. we're uh we're down a man again today our resident um slacker has gone again uh he's on the road the again snake you know, the wandering snake yep the wandering cowboy that he is um reverend john Irwin is is out doing his thing today um he's doing a little a little snake handling today so we're uh just me and rusty we're uh we actually just decided to get uh get a little early morning podcasting in so we both got some coffee we just got back off work and uh we're going to hit you with a little hey. early morning a little early morning grind this morning because personally i'm a uh i'm a morning person I, I i like the morning a little better uh as it gets about like one or two o'clock it's about a it's about good nap time right there it's you know it's 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 winding down time for old drew over here how about you rusty yeah you can't help but be an early morning person when you go to bed at six o'clock yeah well man. i mean yeah, it's it look, it works it works just well. It's it's how my it's how my clock works now. I, I can't sleep past, you know, eight or nine o'clock. Like you even we, you know, we had a, a little late night the other day, um, at work and I, even then I couldn't, you know, I, I got up at, you know, eight o'clock the next day. It just, you know, my my body's just good morning. It's the sun's up, you're up, buddy. Like, you know, it's it's just yeah. how it is, you know. I don't really know. I, I wish I could you know, sleep until like 11 or 12. Cause when I was like a teenager, I used to be able to do that, but no more. It's just, you know, good morning. It's, it's time to go to, it's time to go up, you know, cause my, yeah. my battery just slowly drains all day until, you know, like Rusty said, I'm like about eight o'clock. I'm about, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about going to bed. It's, it's about time. You know, if I ever yeah. see midnight, it's a bad day. Like it is a bad day unless we were, you know, unless we're at work, like, it, you know, something has gone catastrophically wrong if I see midnight. Like I Man. just can't do it. But you, Rusty, over there, you you stay up all the time, dude. You you can't you don't go to sleep, bro. Yeah, my body hates me. I, I stay up late. <laughs> I just I like to enjoy the day. I'm I'm up, I'm up when everyone's asleep and it's nice and quiet and you can do whatever you want. And so I stay up late and then I get up early. So yeah, I don't know. Five hours of I mean, sleep is all I really need to be good. Well, you you making uh you making it Nashville last night, dude? Is what you were doing. You know, you just yeah, you just play a little guitar. Going. Every yeah. room had a guitar, didn't it, last night? Yeah, it was good. It was good. We had a good time. Anyways, we uh, on our as our topic today, we just wanted to get into uh, a little bit. We we've kind of been breaking our uh, our verse down, um, Hebrews ten twenty four, which is you know why we're called the ten twenty four podcast. We we've just been breaking it down a little bit. So I'll read it for everybody. And uh, so here. Hebrews 10, 24, and really 10, 24 through 25. Um, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Um, so we've been kind of, last week we kind of uh, broke down like um, not neglecting to meet together as part of our, you know, shame and, uh, and guilt a little bit, you know, talking about how it's important to meet together and, you know, get together with, you know, some brothers and sisters in, in the faith. Um, but this week we wanted to, uh, to break down, you know, uh, not, not forgetting to stir up one another for good works because, you know, good works is, um, a big part of, uh, of our faith. You know, it says in the Bible, you know, faith without, uh, works is dead. Like, you know, your faith is, is dead, you know, cause it's really, you know, also in the Bible it says, you know, out of the overflow of, the hearth and the mouth speaks. So, you know, it's really, you know, we really get, want to get in, you know, with the importance of going to church is, you know, you know, we're called to go out and, you know, sp 
spread the word to all the nations, make disciples of all the nations. Um, you know, we're you know we're not called to take our you know gift from the from the Lord to ourselves. You know, we're we're called to go out and you know even if it's just to you know one another, as it says. You know, it's not you know obviously we're supposed to go out and you know spread the gospel and and go on missions and you know do good things, but like even just with one another, you know, we're 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 called to stir stir each other up. You know, iron sharpens iron kind of thing. So, anyways, what you think, Rusty? Yeah, I mean that, that's the whole purpose of us being here is that really we're we're supposed to encourage others to be more like Christ, and, and I think that's the goal. You know, church when you get together at church, a lot of people just go and, and they kind of check off a box. I went to church, you know, I feel better about myself, and, and they go for the wrong reasons. The real reasons we're gathering together is to encourage one another, to to help each other, to to be more like Christ, to kind of push each other towards that. You know, there's so many people in our church that 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 come there and just speak, you know, life into you, you know, you're like, man, I love going to church because yeah. this person's going to, you know, say, hey, your hair looks good today, or hey, you, you're looking good, brother, you know, it's an encouragement, yeah. I think we forget that a lot, and that's the whole purpose of this podcast, that's why we literally named this podcast the 1024 podcast, because we mm-hmm. want to show people, hey, we're regular people, and, and we're sinful, and, we're, you know, we mess up a lot, and, yeah, but we just love God, and we want to be more like Him, so we want to encourage people, and I think that's what we, we do in our walk throughout the day through, with Christ, is, we just try to find ways to encourage people. And one of the things we do on the side, we started the uh, the Avada mission, and uh, not a lot of people know about that, but it's it's just something we do. Like it's it's actually where all my tithes go, um, most of them. I give some to to our church, of course, but a lot of them goes to this Avada mission, which is this idea that we want to do good things for people. You know, we see someone in need, I want to be able to take care of them. Uh, I feel like God put that on my heart to do, and so you know, we we put some of our tithes back in, in a separate bank account and. Anytime we see someone, you know, the other day we had someone with uh, had a flat tire on the side of the road, and we helped push him out of the road, and then we went and went to Walmart and bought him two new tires, you know, and it was, it was a cool thing because they're like, oh, why why would you do this? And I said, well, it's not me. Uh, God put this on my heart to do for you, so you know, thank Him. And it's such a cool thing to do because you really start to see, you know, just smile on smile on people's faces. You start seeing their life change when they realize, okay, someone cares about me, and especially when you tell them, you know, it's God that cares about you. He's the one who put this in my heart. And it, it gives us something to think about. And I think that's the purpose of this podcast. We want to give you something to think about. We want to, you know, have you listen to this and then go out go out and and apply it to the world, things you hear yeah. on here, you know. We want you to encourage yeah. others and, and stir them up. Yeah, I mean, it's all, you know, the message of the gospel is just love. Like, you know, that's what, that's what we're, you know, the Lord gives us is love and grace and mercy. And that's what we're called to give other people, like, is the same thing. Like, you know, they'll know you're a Christian, well, what is that song that you uh, and Priscilla were singing um, when we had Priscilla on? That is like you, they'll know you're a Christian by the love that you give, or something uh, like that. The vocals, you know, yeah, there you go. Give it, give it to they us. Give it to us. They will know you are Christians by our <laughs> love. By our, and they do like the little Indian dance. Uh, the kids love that, and, and they, yeah. they do that and stomp is, around the church and stuff. Yeah, and I've never heard that before. And, and like even just as like a, not a, not the song, I've never heard the song before, but just as like a a simple statement, like that's you know that's pretty powerful statement because, you know, a lot of people, you know, we've talked about this before, you know, especially, you know, me, one of the things I struggle with is like, you know, I, I used to be really p- focused on like my knowledge of the Bible, which is, which is a good thing. You're supposed to, you're called to have knowledge of the Bible because it's, it's our sword, it's our only offensive weapon, but it's not about, you know, knowing the knowledge and then flexing your knowledge on other people. Like, yep, that's not yeah, what that not says. To say like, yeah. You're not trying to say like, yeah. oh, I, you know, I'm better than you because I I know the Bible. I read my Bible. You don't read yours. It's not about that. The, the whole purpose of reading the Bible is so you can learn what he's saying and apply it to your life, to change your life, to make you a better person so you can make other people 
better, yeah. you know, make their lives better. It's really, it's really a selfish thing that, the way that uh, we, we turn into as Christians in our church. We really turn into this really selfish thing, you know. And you see yeah. it a lot. Like me having kids, I always see we'll go somewhere and someone's kid will do something and the mom will lose their mind. They would say, not my kid. You didn't do this to my kid, you know, and, and just lose yeah. their mind. Yet I've seen the same kid who had something done to him do the same thing to someone else. And in, in that case, the mom's just like, oh, he's just a kid, you know, and they give him grace yeah. and mercy. And, and we see that so much. And we do that. We're like big kids as adults. We do that to each other. We, we talk uh, gossip about people and talk behind their back. And, and we just we put people down, you know, when they're not around. We just put them down mm. and, and make people feel, you know, sorry. And, and we shouldn't do that. We should be encouraging one another towards love and good works. And the good yeah. works comes, I think. When your heart changes and, and you, you start focusing on Christ and who he is and what he's done for you, it changes your heart. You're like, man, none of this stuff in this world matters. All that matters is, is this love thing that Jesus talks about. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you just hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, once you have that true heart change and you're, you're you know, the Lord trying to, to soften your heart, you know, you went from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh now, you know, it's, you get a heart, you know, and you start, you know, the Lord cares about people, so you start to care about people. Like in, in, and I've seen that, you know, the Lord has been very gracious with me about it because I'm a, you know, I, I can be some sort of a, you know, kind of an off-putting person to people I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not necessarily the biggest people person in this whole wide world. It's um, a mustache. But yeah, I know, something like that. But uh, I guess it's just my demeanor. Um, but, you know, the Lord has really put on my heart, like, you know, this past year that, you know, especially since meeting you, Rusty, because, you know, I've said before, I think that, you know, one thing that, you know, that really started to, you know, change my perspective and my heart, which is a big testimony to what we're talking about is just watching you and the way that you treated people, like the love, like exactly what you just said, the love, they will know that we're Christians by the love that we give other people. Um, and just watching you give, you know, love to just, you know, everybody that you meet and like, it really put on uh, my heart. Like, man, that's, well, it's just the truth. I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, shooting sunshine up your tail, you know, it's just, it's just the truth. Like it's a testimony to what we're talking about today. Like it really, it really changes people's heart and perspective about, you know, Christianity and, and, and the faith as a whole, because a lot of people, I think, especially, you know, outsiders looking in can sometimes get the, the impression of what exactly I was, I was doing when I was younger. Like, Oh, I'm better than you. Like I, I know the Bible better than you. Like I would never do that. I'm, you know, I'm a Christian, like, you know, Christian atheist, like, you know, what I was, you know, but it's really like, you know, hey, we're not, you know, we're not called to judge, you know, the the Bible says, you know, again, I'm about to be a forgetful quoter again, I'm about to hit the high notes, so help me out, help me out, Rusty, but the Bible says that, you know, we're, we're not called to judge people outside the faith, like, we're only called to hold each other accountable, because we cannot hold them to a standard that we, if they're not a Christian, we can't hold them to the Christian standard, you know, as of yet, we're called to show them love, and mercy, and grace, and, you know, exactly what, you know, and share the, the love, and the gospel of Jesus Christ, like, that's what they, they're called to now, you know, once we're, we're all Christians, you know, we're called to hold each yeah. other a higher standard and all this and that, but, you know, we're called to show each other love, like love at the end of the day. And so, you know, just as, like I said, all that to say is just a testimony of what we're going to talk about today, because, you know, yeah. I, you know, it, it really changed my perspective in my heart, you know, to see, you know, somebody show such unconditional, you know, love, like just to everybody around, which is, uh, was a foreign concept to me kind of, you know, cause like I said, the you know, the, the Lord was still working on my heart, like still turning my heart yeah. of stone. Like I, I was, I was not really great at that. Um, but you know, like, like Christy said, we're just, we're called to, you know, because the Lord did it, you know, 
we're called to do the same thing as well. We're called to to stir each other and, and up in good works and and go out and you know spread the gospel and make disciples of all nations and shove love and mercy and you know anything. And it doesn't have to be like some big, you know, some big grand gesture gesture like you know going on which going on missions trips overseas and all that you know is great like i mean yeah obviously it's it's great and grand and wonderful but it could be as simple as you know like you said you know just just having joy in your heart like all day like you know showing showing that to other people because a lot of people you know don't have that in their life like you know a lot of people that's a very foreign concept to it because they don't have you know love of the lord in their life so you know i mean yeah, a lot of people have uh, just fake joy. They try to just fake it and smile. And you see that all the time, celebrities that are uh, just depressed. And you, you don't realize it. You think, like, some of the funniest people, like Robin Williams, you know, and, and, and they end up committing suicide and, and things like that because they don't have that true joy that comes from the Lord. That true joy comes when you can finally see clearly. Uh, there's a cool passage where Jesus talks about, he calls people hypocrites. He said, you're a hypocrite. How, how do you judge that person, you know, and, and a lot of people take this out of context when they read it, where they think, oh, yeah, we're not supposed to judge people. But he's t- what he's talking about is when you have a plank in your eye, how can you see to remove the plank of your brother's eye? So basically it would be like, you know, if, I, if I'm struggling with pornography and I went to you and I was like, yeah, this, I heard you're struggling with pornography. How could you do that? How, how could you be so sinful to do that? And meanwhile, at the same time, I'm doing the same thing. I can't see yeah. clearly to, to help you. I see clearly what you're doing because I'm doing the same thing. So what he says yeah. is remove that sin from your life, take it out of your life, and then you can help your brother out. It's not saying don't go around saying, don't do that. You know, you shouldn't be doing that sin. No, it's saying get the sin out of your life so you can see clearly so you could go and help your brother out. And that yeah. that's true love. True love is, is saying some, sometimes saying the hard conversation stuff that hurts. You know, hey, man, you're messing 100%. up. You're messing up. Your life's going to spiral out of control because we know everything God says is true and, and from the beginning God has said you know this is a sin and this is not and this is a sin this is a sin this is not and if we follow the, the, the path that God set out for us we're going to have a happy life all the junk mm. that comes with the sin is not going to be in our life you know it's little things seem so innocent you know it just seems so innocent you know I'm just spending the night with my girlfriend it's not a big deal but then it leads further and further and further along until you, you fall into sin, you think, oh, I'm just, you know, we're, we're having, we're young teenagers, we're having sex, it's not a big deal, you know, mm. we're going to get married one day, you know, I've said that before, and people say that all the time, and, and what happens, you know, you end up getting in arguments, uh, getting jealous of each other, just like little things just start creeping up, all this sin comes in, you know, and it, and it really just, it ruins the fun in it, when, when you become married, when you get married, and you have that relationship with your wife, and, and you become one, there's nothing that beats that. And Jesus said that from the beginning. Yet yeah. we still have to go out and just test the waters ourselves and just see, oh, I don't, I don't know, Jesus, let's see. Yeah. You know, and every time we're proved it wrong, Jesus is proved right. Yep. It ends poorly. poorly. And it, every time. We've, we've said this many times on this podcast before, like, you know, the Lord, you know, and Jesus set all these, you know, rules up and laws, um, not because he's like, oh, there's no fun in this world. Like, you you know, you, you're going to follow me and, you know, do whatever, which, you know, we're all called to follow the Lord, but he, he sets this because, you know, everything good, we said this last week, everything good is of God and everything not is, is the absence of him. So he knows that doing all these things, though they might be fun at the time, they will have consequences at the end. And he loves us. We're, you know, if you accept Jesus in your heart, you, you, he calls you a child of God. Like you, you know, we have God as our father and, you know, the father loves his children. So he wants, he, he doesn't want you 
to end up with all these, you know, serious consequences. Like, you know, for going on the, the, the sex example, like, you know, if you're having sex, you could have, you know, a child out of wedlock, which, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that that brings a lot of hardship. And, you know, if in putting, you know, sex before marriage, you know, ends up in a lot of, you know, like Rush said, arguing and, you know, whatever, and because it's not intended for that. Um, and, you know, the Lord intended it for good. Like, it's a good thing, but it's not a good thing if you don't use it, you know, when you... In the right way. Outside of what, yeah, outside of what he intended it for. So, you know, that's part of, also, I think, is a good good point, is stirring up each other for good works is, you know, not letting, you know, though we're not called to necessarily, you know, judge and be harsh against people who are not of the faith, but, you know, as brothers and sisters, it's not loving of us, to let each other just, you know, slide down. Like, you know, in, in, you don't have to be like, yeah, you don't, it's not like a, oh, how dare you? You're going to be out, excommunicated, whatever, because obviously a big theme of the gospel is mercy and grace. Like, you know, there's nothing that we're going to do and um, we're, we're going to get into it. Like, you know, there's, and all this good works and whatever, it's not a uh, something that you're going to earn your way up into heaven because there's nothing that you can do. I can promise you that that's going to, earn your way up to heaven it's literally because of the grace of god but we're, we're called to show the same grace but at the same time it's not loving for us to say you know what he's just having a good time like you know it's good yeah. he'll come back like you know obviously not because you know doing drugs having sex like all this has consequences that i you know if i love you i don't want you to experience those consequences i want you to to stop and you know come back and not experience those consequences yeah. kind of like you know the lord as 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 a as his children, he doesn't want us to do all that either. Like, you know, he's calling us away from that. Um, so that's a good point, Rusty. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't even think of that as, as stirring up good works, but it's the, you know, it 100% ties up into it. Like, you know, it's, yeah. the, it's the same thing. Um, they so had, uh, again, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to tell a little story that uh, I heard uh, Ray Comfort say, this guy on YouTube, he uh, met Penn and Teller, and I can't remember if it was Penn or Teller, whichever one it was. But he was talking to him, and, and the guy's not a Christian. He's an atheist. And uh, he was saying, look, you, you believe the Bible's true? And, and Ray said, yeah, 100%. I believe everything in the Bible from the front to the back. Everything's true. And he said, really, you believe that? And he said, yeah, I believe it. I believe the Bible. Yeah, everything that it says is true. He's like, so you believe that I'm going to go to hell, that I'm going to be tortured, that I'm going to be burned for eternity because I don't want to just believe in your God? You believe that? And he said, well, I believe... You know, I believe that Jesus makes a way for for you, and, and you have a choice to make whether you want to accept Him or not. And and he was either, like I said, either Pinter Teller, I can't remember which one, but I don't want to quote him wrong. But he was he was just really s struggling with that because he's like, I don't understand how He could just do that to me. And he said, but yet I don't understand how you say you believe the Bible. Yet it, it'd be like me standing in the road. Here I am in the road, in the middle of the highway at nighttime. I'm standing here in the middle of the lane, and all of a sudden you see headlights coming down. You see big headlights, and you're looking over there. And these headlights look like they're coming from a school bus or a, a, a Greyhound bus or something, right? Or a semi. And, I, and I'm standing here in the road, and this, this, these lights are barreling down on me. They're getting closer, and they're getting closer. They're getting closer. They're getting closer. And you're not saying anything. Because if you really believe that that's what's going to happen, that I was going to die and go to hell and be tortured, why would you not try to rescue me? Why would you mm. not try to pull me out of the road? Why yeah. would you just hey, say, hey, get out of the road? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just, like, you're just like, hey. And this is how most Christians do with their, their walk spiritually. They, they, they'll see someone and say, hey, man. Uh, I wouldn't do that, you know, you're, you're going to end up hurt, right? And then that's about as far as they go with it. They don't, they don't, really, they don't really see the, the eternal consequences that's coming. So they'll see the headlights coming. They'll say, hey, there's, a, there's something coming, man, a bus or something. I don't know. And then they're like, hey, hey, man, uh, something's coming, something's coming. 
And then that's about it. Then they walk away. When really you should be like, hey, bro, there's a there's a train coming. Or there's a there's a bus coming, and you should be yeah. you should run over there and tackle that guy. Road. You should <laughs> push him out of the road or drag him out of the road and say, look, I don't care what you say, buddy. You're about to get hit by a car, you know? Yeah. And he, and he said that was the kind of example that he, that he made. He said, if you really believe the Bible and you really believe what you were saying, you would be tackling me to get out mm. of the road. You wouldn't want me to get hit by that bus. You know, and, and when he point. said that, he said it really stirred up Ray Comfort, it stirred him up to the point where now that's what he does on YouTube. He goes out and I think it's in like Long Beach, California or something. He goes out and he just speaks to people and he just he doesn't argue, but he he he'll debate with people and he'll just try to teach them about the Bible, you know, and just really just reveal the gospel to them. And that is true love that is stirring up good works, you know. Yeah, because you never know. I mean, you know, we've said this on this podcast before, too, because you never know what even just the little tiniest conversation, you know, how the Lord is going to use it. Because, again, it's not it's not any of your power that's going to you're never going to turn somebody to the faith like you're never going to you know, cause them to be saved. But you never know how the Lord is going to use you. And again, I think that you've you've said this, you know, Rusty, the only thing that between difference between Billy Graham and me is because Billy Graham says yes. Like whenever the Lord says move, Billy Graham says how far? And, you know, sometimes we're, yeah. you know, especially me, I'm, I'm a little guilty of, you know, ah, is it really like, you know, like, but again, if, if the Lord is opening that door for you, like just walk through it, like, you know, just have a conversation, yeah. you know, just have a conversation. Cause you know, especially, you know, you know, I, I assume most of our listeners are probably, you know, in the United States, you know, we're, we're very blessed to, you know, it's not really ever going to have a, a huge consequence on, you know, you're never going to be put to death for, you know, at least in the near future for, you know, what you're, what you're proclaiming your faith, you know, like what really, what, what is the biggest, um, consequence that you're going to have? Like, you know, is a, a, a turned eye an upturned eye. Like, is that really, is that really what's going to stop us from spreading the gospel? Like, like Rusty said, is that really going to stop us from pulling that person or attempting to pull that person out of the road when the Greyhound bus is coming? Is that really what's going to stop us? Like, you know, if you think about that, like to me, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's powerful. Cause you know, is you thinking it's like, man, like, is that really like, is my, you know, embarrassment or, you know, whatever, is that really what's going to stop me? Like, is that really what's, yeah. what's stopping me? You always got to ask know? yourself, like, if, if you feel like in your, in your spirit, you should be praying for somebody. Like you feel like God's like, hey, go pray for that person. You think the, the devil is going to ever tell you to go pray for someone? You know, that's yeah. God. So yeah. you have the choice to either make the decision to, to, to be bold and step out and say, yes, Lord, and do what he says or not. And that's the difference between you and Billy Graham. Or someone, someone, you know, it, it could be anybody, anybody that you respect in, in the faith that, that will go out of their comfort zone to encourage someone else or to love someone else. Because, you know, praying for somebody is loving somebody. It's encouraging yeah. them. Because you, you're, you're, you're putting the power in God's hand saying, hey, I'm praying on your behalf to the Lord that he moves yeah. for you. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. That's a loving thing to do, you know. Yeah. And anytime you feel called to do that, do it. Why stop? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not the devil telling you to pray for someone. It's yeah, God, 100%. 100%. He's, yeah, and, he's, he's and two, moving. Yeah, and two, one of the things that, you know, like kind of like we said last week with is, is kind of the same concept with preachers. You know, the Bible says, you know, you put your spirits to the test as well, like, you know, spirits in quotations. But, like, you know, obviously, the, you know, we believe in a triune God, so God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and they're not going to counter counteract, contradict themselves. So, you know, if you the, the Spirit is never going to ask you to do something that's, you know, not a theme, in the Bible, because, you know, the the Holy Spirit, you know, caused this 
this book to be written, like the scripture writers wrote this through the power of the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, this it's, he's not going to, you know, if you're, if you're having doubts or whatever, like go read, read your Bible, read your Bible. That, that this is what it, this is here for. Like, you know, if you, if you're having doubts, like, you know, especially you know, if, if it's a little something, because like you said, there's, there's obviously some obvious things. I, I believe that, you know, obviously, you know, the devil wouldn't ask you to pray for somebody. The devil wouldn't ask you to go, you know, be nice and generous to, you know, give money to a homeless person or, you know, change somebody's tire. Like, obviously, that's not, you know, something that the adversary wants. But, like, you know, if it's, if it's something that you're really terminal and not, read, pray. Like, you know, the, the Holy Spirit will provide you an answer. Like, he's not just going to, like, put you on a string and just leave you out there. Like, you know, he's he wants you, he will allow you, He by his power, will he allow you to, to make such thing happen if that's in his will. Like, you know, if it's not, it, he won't. Like, you know, that's, you know, it's pretty simple like that, you know. Yeah. I think uh, people always give the devil too much power. We we talked about this before. I mean, you gotta yeah. stop giving the devil power. He has one trick. You know, he can lie to you. He can tempt you. You know, it's like a little kid. You ever you ever been around a campfire? A little kid is on a cold night. A little kid gets closer and closer to the fire because it feels good. It feels warm. It feels comforting. They're, they're sticking their hand out and like, oh, it feels good. You know, and the, and the parent always says, back up. You're gonna get burned. Back up. You're gonna get hurt. And the kid keeps getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and putting their hand closer to the fire. And what happens? They end up getting burned. And then that comfort and that warmth they felt, that satisfaction they felt from being near the fire, didn't no longer felt good. Now yeah. it burned. Now, not, yeah. now it's not only burning for that day, it leaves a lasting effect throughout the, the week. You know, you got burns on your hands. And, and kids learn that the hard way, just like we as adults learn that the hard way. When Jesus tells us, don't do this or don't do that, and we just keep pushing, keep pushing, get closer to that fire until we get burned. Right, and we get burned, and we say, "Oh, the devil got me." Well, if you really look back on some of the the life choices you made, some of the sins that you committed in your life, I can almost guarantee you that God was there. Well, I can guarantee you God was there, but that He tried to tell you. He tried to say, "Hey, the Holy Spirit prompting you, don't do that, don't do that." And yet we just keep getting closer, keep getting closer, keep closer, and we end up doing it. We do it, and then we blame God, or we we give the devil power that he never had. He put the fire there and to tempt you. But you walked into it, buddy. Yeah. You know? It's the same thing as, as your hot dog. As we come back come back to the hot dog analogy. All he can do is throw the bay out there and, and just keep tempting you and tempting you. It's it's you that's gonna, you know, put the hook in your mouth. Like he's not gonna grab you and put the hook in your mouth and then rip you out. Like, you know, it's you're gonna be the one to all he can do is cast the bait and it's your power. Like, you know, God will will give you the power, the Holy Spirit will give you the power to look away from the bait. Like, you know, as you said with you know, at the gym or whatever, you know, you know, the Lord has blessed you with the power to just, you know what, you're not going to give me today. Like, I'm just going to walk over here and do something else. Like, you know, like, you're not going to give me today, yeah. Satan. Like You always you know, have the power. You could go to the gym and, and see a pretty girl wearing nothing, because that's what they do nowadays. They wear nothing. <laughs> and God has given you the power and the legs to, to turn your butt around and walk away, you know? And that yep. that's the truth. You have that choice. You can stand there and you can, you can get lost in the world of lust and all this terrible stuff that just destroys your life. I've seen it firsthand in my life, how it destroyed my life. And you can, you have that choice or you can, you can walk away or look away or, you know, leave the situation, leave the gym entirely. You know, there's, there's always a, a way out. And I think one thing we need to remember as Christians is it's as greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Mm. If you actually reflect on that and what that means, it means God put the helper, the Holy Spirit calls it the helper. Mm. Put it inside of you, and that in you is greater than anything in this world. Any evil power, any anything 
the devil himself. What's in you is greater than that. There's nothing in this world that should make you afraid. There's nothing in this world that, that should make you feel powerless because you have him in you. It was so powerful in the Bible. Peter, Paul, all these guys used to do these amazing acts. They used to get tissues, you know, and just pray over it and just give tissues out to people when they were healed. Like it, hmm. to us nowadays, it seems so crazy. But the faith was so real back then because they, I mean, obviously they seen Jesus with their own eyes and they knew yeah. how real he was. They seen him raised from the dead and they're like, wow, okay. You know what I mean? You can look at Peter yeah. specifically. You can look at Peter. Remember he denied Jesus three times? The, it says when the rooster mm -hmm. crows, you'll, you'll deny me three times. Yep. And in the Bible, the rooster crowed and, and Peter had denied him three times. And he remember he looked at Jesus and tears filled his eyes and he ran away crying because he's like, wow, you were right, Lord. I denied you. I got scared. But what happened after that? When Jesus raised from the dead and he met them in that room and they were all gathered together and Peter saw him with his own eyes and said, Jesus is alive. Christ is alive. What happened? He immediately started going out and just preaching some of yep. the best sermons besides Jesus' sermons in the whole Bible. Thousands were saved in the book of Acts. Uh, he went out doing things like that with a handkerchief and, and healing people. And his shadow would heal people. Like just crazy stuff you read in the Bible all came from that faith. When he saw his Jesus with his own eyes, nothing could stop him. He realized that that spirit in him is greater than anything in this world. And he was yeah. able to overcome this world. You know, yeah. that's amazing. That's how I want yeah, to be. Yes, 100%. And I think it's just a, a great example of, of, of grace that the, the Holy Spirit has provided for us right there. Like, you know, it, he, Peter, like, like you said, Peter went on to be like one of the, you know, there's not a ranking or whatever, I, I don't believe, but like he, he was one of the gr like great, you know, sp scripture writers, you know, wrote a bunch of sermons, wrote a bunch of letters, did a bunch of things in Acts, but he literally had seen Jesus with his own eyes, had seen him do all these things, had seen him heal people, walk on water, like had all these things, and yet he denied him three times, not once, but three times, three times. And it even says, the if you Lord read your Bible, it even says, it even says he cursed. It was like a little girl, and he cursed at her to really convince her that he didn't know Jesus. He went that far to, yeah. you know, use your own words, think, think of it yourself. But when I read that for the first time, I was like, whoa, he really did a 180 from who he was as a Christian. Yeah. Really tried to just convince these people, you know, I am not a Christian. And that's crazy, but yeah. that's what we do every day. And the Lord still works for, still did great and powerful things through him by faith. And that's, I think that's one of the, like, to me, that's very encouraging because, you know, I, I you know, again, going back to what we talked about last week, I, I, you know, when I mess up, I feel, you know, sometimes I get a lot of shame and a lot of guilt. So like I get, you know, I let the adversary, you know, have more power than he should in my, in my head. Uh, but, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the, uh, a very encouraging thing because, you know, even though, you know, Peter performed a great sin, you know, the Lord, you know, through faith, you know, by the Lord's power, still did great and many things through him, like for the, the good of the faith and for the good of, you know, the kingdom. Like, you know, he still did many, many great things through him. And like that, that's something encouraging to me because, you know, it's again, like, like our, our theme in this, you know, this podcast, you know, we're just a bunch of regular dudes. You know, we, we mess up. We do, you know, we screw up sometimes, you know, it's just, you know, unfortunately we're just in a sinful world. We're sinful people, but, you know, no matter what you you know, you're done. The, there's nothing the Lord can, that you have done that the Lord can't bring you back up and use good and great things for the kingdom. Like, you know, if, if you turn and repent, like there's, you know, again, there's nothing that you, 
it, well, number one, you know, there's nothing that you are done or going to do that the Lord doesn't already know about. So, and he's yeah. already wiped that clean. Jesus died on the cross. He sent his son to die, wiped it clean. All you have to do is ask for it. All you have to do is ask for it. All you have to do is repent and ask for it. Wipe clean, gone, bye. Like it's it's yeah. amazing. Like it, it, you know, it fires me up just thinking about it, dude. Like it, you know, it's you know, it's it's a powerful thing if you really think about it. You know, it's powerful, powerful, powerful. But you know, yeah, something just, else I, I wanted to touch on too. Sorry, go ahead, Rusty. No, go ahead. <clears throat> uh, something else I wanted to touch on too before you know before we really get going and run out of time is that you know I wanted to to say too because I, I feel a lot of people sometimes I, I've I've heard a lot of people kind of you know just get caught in the weeds a little bit about like you know doing good works and you know how how much does our works affect um like our standing in the kingdom and sometimes like i i, I just want to you know you know again all, although you know none of us are you know you know educated men here you know we lost our our, our reverend john this week uh, yeah. uh we're not uh we're not educated men here but like again all you have to do is read your bible and it says very clearly in a lot of different places that it is nothing that you have done, will do, or are going to do that's going to buy your way into kingdom. That you can't work your way into the kingdom. You can't do anything by it's literally by the grace of God that you are saved. And so, well, while we say that, you know, it, obviously, you know, the Lord commands us and has asked us to do stir each other for good works and go out and make disciples of all the kingdom. Yes, we should do it, but it's literally an overflow of our faith and our um, and our love that it's overflowing to other people. Like 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 we've already said, it's. Um, it's a, uh, you know, it's literally an outpour of, you know, of the love. Like, if we get, we can't be selfish with our gift. We need to go give it to other people. Like, you know, that's, that's what we're called to do. But it's nothing that you, you're not going to do enough good works or anything like that that's going to be like, hey, you know, good job. You did your 10, you know, you, you did your, your tithe this week, you know, good job. You're, you're still in. Like, you know, it's, it says um, in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And I, I don't think you can put it in any, you know, the Holy Spirit put it in no uncertain terms right there, like there's no, there's nothing that you can do that's going to buy your way in. It's so literally no one can boast. It's, you can only boast in the power of God. That's, that's what, you know, it is intended that, you know, hey, all this, it's the Lord's doing. Like, you know, it's not by doing, yeah. it's the Lord's. And that, that good works that come, they come when you when your heart changes, when, when Jesus changes your heart, when you start walking with the Lord, that, that the good works come as a, it's just something that, that, that you, someone, you become someone you are, I guess is the best way to say it. It's not yeah. about like, oh, I'm doing this, look at me, I gave this much money to the church, or I did this or that. That's not what it is. It's about the love part, this encouraging others, you know? When someone's hurting, or someone's in need, you, you step out and you say, let me help you out. I have the means. You know, I've been blessed with the means. Let me help you out. If you have, and if you haven't, hopefully somebody else will bless you. And that's what it is. It's just the encouraging and the love part. It's not about I'm going to get a bigger mansion in heaven or whatever, you know, the rest of that junk. It's not about that at all. I think you made a good right. point. And people get confused because it says faith without works is dead. You read that in the Bible. But that's just, you know, that's just showing if you have faith, if you truly believe what you're reading, the works should follow. Those things should come. They they come out of the love, though. They don't come yeah. for salvation. 
Yeah, basically. Yeah, we get poured in, like you know, like Rusty said, we get we go to church to get equipped to get poured in. So that way, when we get poured in, it literally just overflows. Like you know, uh, you know, again, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Like if you're if you're so full, if your heart is so full of love and grace and mercy from the Lord, like all you can't help it. But you know, like you know, like you said, Rusty's. You know, anybody who knows Rusty's just a good, a good example of that because you know it, it's it's a good example of how we're supposed to tr- to treat people. Like you know, we're just you know, again, and it's not, you know, when we say this, you know, obviously all these big missing trips and all this, you know, it's good. And like these organized, you know, events are all good. Like it's great to do that. Like don't get us wrong by saying it, but you know, it doesn't have to be that. All it has to be is, you know, Hey, like, like you said, you see somebody on the side of the road with a flat tire, like, Hey, let me, let me help you out, buddy. Like, you know, or Hey, like, you know, you're having a bad day. Like, let me do something for you. Like, or, you know, it literally, all it has to be is, you know, Maybe a phone call. Say, hey, I, I'm I'm praying for you today. Like I, I'm thinking of you. Like I, I love you. Like that's all. You know, that's all it has to be. You know, what I'm saying like it doesn't have to be a grand. Like I said, all all these grand gestures are great. But you know, I feel like we get caught up sometimes that unless it's a you know an organized event by the church or an organized event by some organization that you know it doesn't count. Like you know, it's it's actually no, the exact so opposite. Many, there's so many little things you can do. So you know, I'm a fireman. I don't make a lot of money. So I don't, I just have money to just go out and just, you know, buy tires for people. That, that came from God putting in my heart, hey, put this money back into this Avada mission and use that. So things like that, you know, I was, I've been blessed to do that because God put that on my heart to do and I've been obedient to that. But with someone, someone with a flat tire on the side of the road, you don't have to buy them tires. You can just get out, help push their car to the side of the road, ask them if they need a ride. Do something you can do. Everyone has a different yeah. skill. You might be a carpenter. You might uh, be awesome at i don't know painting there's so many different things if you see a need just offer up offer up your services out of love only just say i don't want anything i don't want a picture for facebook i don't you know want to make a post about this and tell people what i did i just want to do it because i love you and then when they see that and they go man this guy just loves for some reason i don't know why he loves me like this and you could tell him it's because jesus changed my life changed my heart and, and that's why and i think there's something so powerful in that when you're doing it just for love and to encourage yes. somebody and not for anything else, not for yep. anything you may get in heaven, but only for just true, genuine love. There's, it's so awesome. My kids, they, that's one of their favorite things to do now. Anytime we get them anything, Christmas, their birthdays, they're always giving that stuff away. And I'm like, hey, stop yeah. giving it away. It costs a lot of money. <laughs> but they, just, yeah. they, they know the true joy comes from giving. It's such yeah. a great, great feeling, you know? Yeah, and that's awesome, awesome. man. That, it go right in the verse that I have this pulled up right here. It's uh, Matthew 6, uh, 1 through 4. Um, here, let me move my so I can talk into the microphone. Uh, it says, go. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to have been seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as do the hypocrites in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that you, your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Like, you know, it's... it's you know, the Lord sees what you're doing. Like, you know, that it's a good, good segue to what Rusty said. You know, we're not doing it for, you know, the fame. Like you said, no Instagram pictures, you know, no, no Facebook pictures. No, hey, look at what I've done today. It's, you know, it, it truly is just out of love, out of, out of the love that the Father has put it in your heart that he wants you to, to go out. And like, like Rusty said, it's, you know, the Lord, if, if it's in the Lord's will and the, the Lord wills it, he will provide for it. You know, like it's, it's, because it, again, 
It's nothing that you're going to do so that you can't boast. It is the only thing that you can boast in is the Lord. Like that that's the way it is intended to be. So, you know, the Lord will provide, you know, what what needs to what you need to get the thing done if if it's yeah. in the Lord's will, you know? I mean, it's it's just a it's a cool it's a cool thing, you know. It, it, you know, that's what I I just wanted to touch on that like get before we before we ran out of time because I you know I, I didn't want anybody going away with the wrong the wrong idea like you know it's you know grace is a, obviously a big factor in 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 the gospel like it's nothing that you're gonna do that's gonna you know buy or perform your way to heaven like you you literally you can't like you, it is unfathomable how dirty and nasty you are but it's by the grace of God through His Son on the dying on the cross that you have been saved and forgiven but because yeah. of that because of that gift that we have been given, go give that gift to others. Like, go go spread the word of the gift to the Try others. Try to like, find, you know. find something you can do, you know? Yeah. Be buying food for someone behind you at Chick-fil-A. Or there's just so many things you can do. And watch that that feeling that you feel, that joy that you feel. I feel like that's the same feeling that God feels. And just he just looks at us, and he just has that same happiness and joy that we get. And we have to go out and do these things, you know, to try to, try to feel that joy. You know, do something for someone else, but he just gets that just looking at us. That's how much he loves us, and it's crazy when you when you start walking with the Lord, and you start giving your life to Him and surrendering yourself and just saying, "Use me, God," and you start mm. obeying Him and doing what He asks you to do. The joy that comes on you is just unreal. And you may be watching this, and, and you might not be a Christian, and, and that's okay. I've been there. I've, I've literally been there. I've, I've faked my way through Christianity for years and years and years, and and never truly well, believed. Huh? Yeah. But when I finally gave in, when I finally gave in and, and said, you know what, this is enough. I'm, I'm going to give it all to you, God. I'm going to try you out for three months. I'm going to see what you do to my life. He flipped my life upside down and just changed my, like, it's weird looking back on some of the decisions I made and the thoughts that I had. It's changed so much. I'm embarrassed by some of the stuff I said and did in the past because it's just so different than who I am now. He mm. literally will take your heart and rip it out and give you a new one a new mm. heart to, to love and encourage others. It's, there's nothing better. There's no more joy. There's no, you can't find anything like this in the world. There's nothing like it. You don't have to be some weirdo. You know, a lot of people look at Christians and they're like, oh, they're holy rollers or just weirdos. You know, we're normal people. We, we're yeah. normal people, but we just, I think we just have a big heart for others and that, that just comes from God, you know. Yeah. It just comes from the Lord. And hopefully we, we have show joy. that to everyone we meet. Yeah. Joy. I'm telling you, yeah, I, sometimes yeah. I just drive down the road and I'm just, I just start smiling and I start crying like a little girl, you know, and, and people are like, <laughs> if they saw me, they'd be, they'd be, they'd, I'd probably be on YouTube or something. I'd be a meme like Michael Jordan, <laughs> you know, that little crying meme. <laughs> because yeah. I, I'll do that sometimes and I'm like, what is going on with me? Why am I crying, you know? And it's just the, I don't know, just the joy God put in my heart. I look around his creation and I say, man, you are so good, God. Look at mm. all this stuff you created. Look at the beauty in this, you know, and, and that weird, that weird crying thing that I do sometimes now, I never had that before the Lord. That, I mean, yeah. that joy, that pure joy where you start crying, that's, that's from the Lord. Yeah, it's powerful. I, I man. want everyone it's, to experience that. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Well, we just wanted to thank you for listening to another episode of the 1024 podcast. You got any uh, last closing thoughts before we go today, Rusty? Man, I don't know. I just, I don't know, hopefully we encourage Hopefully we can encourage you, the listener, yeah. um, when you listen to this episode, know that you, you don't have to be perfect. You know, mm. you, you don't have to do everything right. You don't have to do all these works and all these things. Really, all you have to do is say, I surrender. Mm. I give it all to you, Jesus. From this moment forward, I want to 
I want to work for you. You know, my works, I want it to be your works, the things that you put in my heart to do. From this moment forward, I want to give my life to you. I want to really be a Christian and stop faking it. I want to be a true Christian. I want to stop being a hypocrite and, and do all these things. Remove the plank from my eyes so that I can help remove it from others' eyes so that I can stir them up so, for good works and love. And, and God, give me that true joy. If you pray that, man, hopefully that'll, that'll change your life and, and you'll yeah. be able to start encouraging others and experiencing this joy that we're talking about. Yeah, so if you ask for it, the for Lord that. will provide. Yeah, if you ask for it, the Lord will provide. Like, you know, that's what the Lord wants. The Lord wants you to, to turn and repent. And now, it's, you know, again, we've, we've talked about it. It's not, a, you know, it's not like an instantaneous, you know, change your, you know, whatever. You know, it's, it's, you're not promised it's going to be easy. But, man, like, once the process is so sweet, man. Like, it, it really is. The process is so sweet. You brought like, up the results is sweet. You just brought yeah. up something good. You just brought up something good that I want to mention. So you said, ask and you will receive. That's one of my favorite verses, and I heard, uh, I heard it in a different way this week. I heard a uh, pastor talking about it. You know, knock, and the door will be open. Seek, and you will find. Ask, and you will receive, right? When you read that passage, you're like, whoa, all i got to do is ask, and I'll get it. But there's, a, there's a something in there. It, it, he mentions uh, uh, what, what, father, what good father would give their son a snake when he asked for, what was it, a, a, a sparrow or something? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I'll have to read See, here I'm quoting like, I'm quoting like you now, Drew. <laughs> Anyways, he asked for something and he ends up, oh, like a loaf of bread. What good father, when their son asked for a loaf of bread, would, would give them a snake instead? He said, and, and he, he mentions like the Lord. Sometimes we ask for things thinking it's going to be good. And God knows that's not good for you. Mm. Right? So he doesn't give it to us. But what he yeah. does give us is something better. So yes. if you remember that, when you go to ask for something and you're like, God, you say, ask and you will receive. I, I, I should get this. Know that if you don't get that, God has something better for you. Mm. So that's my Amen. closing thoughts. Amen. Amen. Well, on that note, we just want to thank you for listening to another episode of the 1024 Podcast. We appreciate, you know, keep leaving those comments down below in this video. Man, we, we look at them. We, we're responding to them. You know, if you, and if you have anything that you would like to hear us talk about or any questions that you would like to hear us answer, leave it down below. We would love to talk about it. You know, love to get back to you. You know, love to love to have a little good discussion because that's all this podcast is. We're just a couple guys, you know, you know, having a little discussion every, every week. So we just want to thank you and uh, we appreciate you listening. We'll see you all later. See y'all.